Iced tea. Go a cappella. Now I'm on the West Coast, relaxing and chill, living on the mead streets of Beverly Hill. I have I love I, it. You way better than a lot of rappers that are making yes. records right now. She is Olivia Munn. Drop my name as much as you can. By the way, I am a first-class name dropper. The great, legendary John Madden. And then on the phone, Steve Marriott. She's- <laughs> I, mean, I mean, that's the thing. You watch a guy. Uh, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Who is that? Mooch, how did you sniff that out so quickly? I sniffed that out. I sniffed that out. I don't download many podcasts, but when I do, I prefer the Rich Eisen Podcast. Here's your host, Rich Eisen. Welcome to the latest edition of the Rich Eisen Podcast, but the very first one ever sponsored by the good people of Chevy. Like a rock. Nicely done. I drove a Chevy for seven years, Rich. Was Great. that was that what the former your former car was, Chris Brockman? The, Stugatz. The Stugatz. May, may Stugatz, Stugatz rest in peace. Stugatz was imported from Detroit. Very nice little Bob May Seger. Stugatz rest in peace. But uh, Chris Brockman, Chris Law, thanks to all of the hard work done here on this podcast, we have uh, attracted uh, a sponsor. Presented. A presenting sponsor, right? Presented. The Rich Eisen Podcast is presented by Chevy. Yes. Oh, that's That's very good. And uh, we could not be more pleased to have uh, Chevy on board, or we're on board a Chevy, however you care to to, uh, to say it. Riding shotgun. What does that mean for you, the listener? Absolutely nothing right now, but hopefully soon. It will hopefully come across. It will hopefully add to this podcast, other than just me saying the word Chevy. Um, but uh, we're excited about that as uh, we are now this week passing our seven millionth download. Thanks to all of you uh, zealous and uh, loyal listeners and hopefully subscribers. We appreciate you uh, downloading this podcast once again as we are finished with uh, week six in the National Football League. We could not be more pleased that uh, we have uh, Michael Vartan here in our studio. We uh, we have uh, this. Uh, he's been on this show before. The actor Michael Vartan. You you uh, uh, loved him uh, in his one episode of Go On this season. Yes. <laughs> uh, one of the many things that uh, that uh, we've seen uh, uh, Michael Vartan take part in, and he's been a big Saints fan, a big Cowboys fan. He's a big NFL fan, big fantasy football fan. Good dude, good person. He's here also to promote the the uh, the book uh, A Letter to My Dog. Um, and uh, many celebrities and and um, and dog lovers have uh, written letters to their actual dogs, and it's an adorable book that that puts front and center one of the greatest creatures ever put on planet Earth, a dog. And uh, that's you know the Punders of People Two T-shirts that you can get at Punders of People Two dot com. Part of the proceeds goes to the ASPCA. I'm still trying to convince. We've raised the old four lady. figures. Four figures for the ASPCA so far. Nice, standing. Still, still trying, to convince, trying to convince the old lady to get a dog. You got to rescue. Must yeah. rescue. Yeah. Must rescue. What, what there is are her, too many dogs that need homes. What's her hang up? Uh, she works. She, she works, works down in, in deep, she, southern, yeah, she southern in Orange Irvine County. I mean, yeah, really. I'm working. I work, work fourteen hour you're days. Never some home. days. You so. gotta. You gotta. If you yeah, have really, a dog, yeah. you gotta be home. You but can't wait, just leave the dog at home. I've seen you take your dog. You take Hudson everywhere. We take Hudson everywhere. Well, I mean, my my wife Susie has made Hudson a, a service dog. Um, Hudson goes to Children's Hospital here in Los Angeles and other hospitals, and he's um, he's a therapy dog, which nice. means we can technically take him everywhere. So and bring him into the restaurant and throw the throw the old apron on him. We, and we went we many times, you know, that we we do get some uh, waiters and waitresses and maitre d's that think that it's a scam. 
I mean, and uh, clearly the dog isn't coming into the restaurant because for therapeutic reasons. That's we we get that, right? But he's allowed. That's it. And we think dogs should be allowed everywhere, anywhere, anyway. That's the that's the one big difference about Southern California in general well, is that they are allowed in a lot more places Carmel, than East Coast. Carmel or, in the, in the and the Monterey uh, Peninsula, uh, that is dog heaven. You can take a dog anywhere in Carmel. Seriously, there there are sections in in in, in restaurants in Carmel that are forgetting smoking and non smoking. Most of it's all non smoking now in California. Right. But dog uh, and non dog. Correct. Wow. Correct. That's cool. But anyway, so I, I've always told you know my wife whenever somebody from a wait staff says, "What's your dog doing here?" Well, it's a <laughs> therapy dog. Well, why is the dog here? That you should just stare directly in the face. Lock eyes with whoever is questioning you and say, he keeps me calm. <laughs> like that. And then it ends, it ends all the questioning. But at any rate. Who uh, would dare question Susie anyway? I know. Well, yeah. look out. You don't want to question look Susie. Out. Um, have your pet spayed or neutered. Rescue a dog. Go get letters to my dog. And uh, Michael Vartan is here to talk about that as well. But uh, let's talk a little football, starting with Seattle coming back on the New England Patriots. Down um, 13. Tw- down 13. Winning 24-23. And yes. unfortunately, what that means for you, Chris Brockman, as uh, uh, as set in our, one of our two podcasts from the previous week with the creators of the league, Indeed. Jackie and Jeff Schaefer, uh, you will not have the word boat race written into one of the final episodes of league season number four. So the league close. season number four, what that means for the league season number five is Chris Law gets his cameo i i do owe brockman an on-air apology much deserved though oh okay I, I, uh, a little mea culpa here i uh i was a little obs- not obscene but i was abrasive a little, i was a little abr- aggressive in my tweets yesterday and uh w- one of them i fired off a uh, you know after what you mean well after- during the first touchdown during the comeback i tweeted off a uh, touchdown hawks season five cameo still alive suck it brockman Suck it. <laughs> several, uh, several exclamation then, uh, points, all then, caps. And then uh, after the game Chris, winning. You, 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 you know, this is, I thought you have a family account. Uh, you know. Uh, at Topher Law, T-O-P-H-E-R Law. And then after the game winning one, I tweeted to Brockman, uh, don't worry, maybe I'll wear a boat race shirt in my season <laughs> five cameo and get it in. And... Uh, they didn't teach humility at Penn State. I they did silence. not. And uh, that's, that's the, the, um, the many insults to injury. Um, that you suffered on uh, on Sunday's loss with the Patriots falling to three and three, yep. and the three other two and three teams in that division all winning right. to create the first ever four way tie in any division in the NFL since they realigned in two thousand two. Every team in the AFC East is three and three, and the Jets go visit New England this week. I don't know what's going to happen. Best reality well, Rex, show going. Rex on Monday said he's never not stopped thinking about the Patriots, is what he says. So that explains oh, it's, it's on, what else is going week, on. This whole week, this whole week is just going to be nonstop. Oh man, Rex is ready. Rex is playing. He's playing whatever cards he's got. Now, one thing he probably can't deploy is Tebow because of uh, of any team that last year in all of the Tebow mania, Tebow time, <laughs> the whole Cinderella story, there was one team that took Tebow over its knee and spanked him, and that was the Patriots twice, once in his building, once in their building. But let's not forget who Sperano first unleashed the Wildcat on. I know, but that was two years ago, it's and you true. fool Belichick once, yeah, and true. you fool him twice, you're not going to fool him a third time three years later. Tebow uh, ain't Ronnie sure. Brown either. 
And the Jets, you know, I just – here's the thing. The Jets, the depth of their roster will get tested by New England because New England rarely lets you substitute because of their no huddle. We will see. We'll see. I mean, we'll see if the Jets can can keep up with that no huddle. I, I don't see it. Can the Jets score enough points? I mean, that's I think that's another one, question. too. Yeah. I mean, because New England, despite losing, had a gajillion yards off of offense. And they had, what, Again, six, six red, jo- red zone trips? Only ran, one touchdown. Only one touchdown. Which, is, which, you know, when you're going up to the 12th man. And how about Richard Marshall tweeting out a wow. picture of him going up to Brady after Crazy. the game? You do, you see his, do you see his uh, post-game comments, too, in the in the locker room? Talked about one in the Calling out NFL calling Network. Out NFL Network. Oh, yeah. All the pundits. Pundits? Pundits? Pundits is what he said. It's not a shock for us. I mean, we, we, we believe we have a great ball club, and we believe we can play with anybody. You know, NFL Network and all these pundits think they know everything. Well, we keep shutting them up every week by week by week by week. We play a great they, – they thought this was the greatest ball club to, to step on the earth. They're 3-3, three and three, 500. I don't know what great ball club is 3-3. Three and three. We, we got great players. We, me and Earl walked up to them, and we said, we're greater than you. We're, we're, we're better than you. you, you you're just a man. We, we're a team. We're a team. You're a single man. It's the Brady Bunch. This is the this is this is the defense. You know, we got we got eleven players out there that play great ball, and you know we're never going to just let one man beat us. You know, because it's not about one man. If they got eleven players out there executing their offense, then they're a hell of a team. But it, one man cannot just beat a team. I am pretty jacked. I am pretty jacked, and I want. I wish I was going on NFL Network to tell all of them exactly how I feel, but I don't get a chance. But if, if y'all could let them know. Well, listen, all the pundits, you know, on NFL game day morning also chose San Francisco, including Kurt Warner on the tail of the tape, which is what we do for big games as we break it down by position quarterback, who has the best edge at quarterback, running back, wide receiver, defense, coaching. The only one that uh, had a, a giant logo underneath it was Irvin choosing the wide receivers. Kurt Warner went, Al- went I He went that. Alex Smith. And I got a tweet from I got a text Ooh. from one of my buddies who's a diehard Giant fan saying Kurt should be ashamed of himself. I'm like, you want to come down here and tell him that? I mean, but what the Giants did is that a, he had a good relationship with Eli when he yeah, was there. Yeah, that has nothing to do with. He yeah. he just said what he he said on the air is he has to look at everything with yeah, yeah. the defense that the quarterback's going against the the whole circumstances where it is sense. all of that. But it's you know um, he chose Alex Smith. And what the Giants did was, in many ways, what people think is is broadcast a blueprint of how you beat San Francisco. They beat them down. They absolutely beat them down. That thing was over in the third quarter. You could already see it. They were running through San Francisco. Oh, yeah. And, and, and how do the Giants – you'd think a defending Super Bowl champion that comes from the city of New York would be so lionized – by a national media and a national fan base that you would hear howls of East Coast bias up and down the West Coast throughout the plains of the United States all the way down to the Southeast. You'd think you'd hear that, but you don't because nobody gives the Giants any credit because they won their Super Bowls in years in which they were fumbling their way through the regular season and barely made the playoffs with the coach on the hot seat. They did it twice, and everybody thought, you know what, until they go wire to wire and start beating opponents that they should beat, they're not going to believe it. And the Giants aren't fumbling their way through the first six games of this season. They're not. I mean, they lost in Philadelphia, which, you know, Philly, say what you will about them being a mess – where Vic has turned the ball over 13 times already, and Juan Castillo is already they're calling for his head because they can't sack anybody up there. But 
they're they're either winning or losing close games, and they've they've split them now. Losing in Philadelphia, I don't believe, is any is any place to hang your head. And the Giants lost at home to Dallas, yes, and Dallas has only won once since then. Think about that. Think about that. Dallas has only won once since. And, you know, that that is what many people think. Well, maybe the Giants are can't repeat. I mean, they have they pounded Carolina on a short week when the road teams are not supposed to be stout. Pounded them and went to San Francisco and just absolutely boat raced the San Francisco 49ers. Well done. I didn't see it coming. I'll, I'll be the first. Nobody did. There. Nobody did. None of the pundits saw that one coming. Alex Smith went from well, number one in passer rating to number eight. Well, what do we take out of the game? What, what, what do you take out of the out of the Niners then? Because they laid an egg at Minnesota too. Well, what too- do I take out of them is that they can't. They they're not explosive offensively as much as I thought they could be. At least not yet. Yeah. I thought adding Randy Moss and Mario Manningham. Yeah. But they're still doing what they're doing, and and I, I don't think, you know, with the smash mouth, two tight ends, three tight ends when you get big old offensive linemen coming right. in as eligible. And the thing that I don't, I don't get is why Brandon Jacobs isn't dressed. Is he? He's supposedly healthy last two weeks. He said say, he told he Mike Garofalo of USA Today, former Giant beat writer who's known uh, Jacobs for a while, based on that, he told him, my leg is as fresh as yours, is what he told the writer. Hmm. And if, that was that was in the middle of last game, week. This was it. I know. And if you want to play Smash Mouth, he's the guy to do him with, right? So I don't know what's going on there. We're well, we're seeing him Thursday. That is a huge, huge game. Huge week seven game because Arizona lost at home. Another overtime game for them at home. The Bills. So there's four. There's three, four and two teams. Three, four and two teams, and the Rams are three and three. Wow. And whoever wins that game on Thursday night will lead the division. Yep. Going into the Sunday games, Arizona is in Minnesota, which lost to RG3 in DC. Yeah, he looks fine. RG3 did definitely rebounded <laughs> nicely. 166 yards, uh, 138 yards right, rushing. Right. 76 yards. 76 yard dash on third down that the Vikings if the Vikings had stopped them, they would have gotten the ball back and all the momentum was wearing because they had purple, came all the way a back. Purple, a purple helmet at that point. Yep. No podcast bump. For Christian Ponder. Although he had a good fantasy game. Well, we'll, we'll talk about the uh, nicknames from him later on. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, uh, and then the Sunday night game. As we only have one undefeated team remaining, it's it's Atlanta by the hair of ma- the Matural's chinny-chin-chin. They beat the Oakland Raiders. They beat the Oakland Raiders, who were, had, were full of moxie in Atlanta. Coming off their bye week, hit them right in the mouth, turned the matchroll over many, many times. And despite were... a pick six yep. at the end of that game, went down the field and scored a touchdown to tie it, only to have Atlanta go ahead and win it with a Matt Ryan boot with mere ticks left to go. And they go into the bye week at a perfect 6-0, and which means they'll enter week eight. Still undefeated because they're off next week, this coming week. And uh, the Texans. Here it comes. Here come all the questions now. I tweeted this out at the end of Sunday Night Football. Here they come. We said, Didn't I say this two weeks ago here? Yep. Who the Texans beaten? That's what's, that's what's coming. 
Broncos, that's what's and that's it, right? They beat the Broncos, and they beat Jacksonville. They beat the Jets. They beat Miami in week one. I'd say Tannehill was playing his first game. You know, who have they beaten? Who have the Texans beaten? That's what people are going to start asking because they got they got past the Jets, even though the Jets were reeling with the losses of Santonio Holmes and Revis. And the Jets it was, were they were on the road on Monday game. night. I know that's a tough it's a tough assignment. And they still won it. But then they got whipped by Green Bay. Boat raced. I'm gonna keep it I'm I'm gonna keep it up because I don't want to lose that one. You don't want to lose that one. I don't want to lose that well one. Played. They got boat it's raced. It's a great phrase. They got smoked. They got smoked. Old school vintage 2011 Aaron Rodgers <laughs> yeah. got uncorked on Sunday night football. I loved those tweets last night. Vintage Aaron Rodgers. Vintage Aaron Rodgers uncorked. Oh, you know, the 11 Aaron Rodgers came out there. You could tell he had enough of all the, from the first what's going on with Green snap. Bay talk. From the first snap. You could tell. He had a different. From the first snap, and that was without Jennings and without a running game. Although that kid from Hawaii, Alex Green, was running very nicely. Yeah, he looked nice. Um, he's already been picked up in my fantasy league. Me too. I went James Starks, unfortunately. Yeah, one point. He still got the turf toe. Anywhere, he still got the turf toe. Jordy Nelson off his off his rocker. Him and and Rodgers. And here, who comes in next week? The Ravens. Now, the last two seasons, the Ravens and Texans have played barn burners. Great, yeah, football game. That playoff game Great was awesome. Football games. And the Ravens now have trouble stopping the run, as the Cowboys showed. Yeah. What I mean, Foster could go crazy. And Ladarius Webb with the ACL is out for the season. And uh, Andre Johnson definitely looked more productive Sunday night. But that's the marquee game of this coming week. I think we've got the, one of them on Thursday night football. Absolutely. Niners and, and Seattle. Absolutely. And, we, and another game of the week is, is, that, um, is that game with the, the Ravens and Texans. For sure. You know, and um, – the Steelers have a big Sunday night game against Cincinnati, oh, yeah. which oh, yeah. uh, lost in Cleveland. I saw that one coming, by the way. You took that? You, I did. You had, you had the Browns there? I did. Because I thought the Browns aren't going to lose every game. And what games at home can they win? Division game, yes. Team that just lost at home to Miami, yes. Check. It, it's All good to see them get that checked. win, too. You, you, you root you know. for Brandon Whedon. I was going to say, what a birthday present for uh, Brandon Whedon. He turned 83 years young. <laughs> 83 years young. Detroit at Chicago, that is a big game uh, on Monday night this coming week, too. That's a nice marquee game as Detroit came from behind 10 points in Philadelphia to shock your Eagles. Another close game the Eagles played. LaShawn McCoy, 21 touches, 14 on the ground, 7 in the air, not enough. What did Lombardi say? Not nearly enough. He should touch the ball 30 times. That's a must. That's got to be a check mark. Has LaShawn McCoy, he's one of the He's one of the best playmakers this game has seen in recent years. That's why I picked him as my running champ, but you got to get oh, him the ball. Not, no, forget you it. you got to get him the ball. No chance. There's how, no chance How are happening. our picks doing, I wonder? Let's not touch him for another couple weeks. Yeah, let's, Let's keep that thing in the <laughs> yeah, oven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Mid, midpoint. Midpoint. But Detroit at Chicago is a big one because Chicago now has sole possession of that uh, division lead right now at 4-1 and one, coming off the bye week. If they can go to 5-1, and one, Minnesota is at home this week against Arizona, an interesting game. Does Sue drive to Chicago for that game, or does no, he not touch a car? I don't think car? he's not touching a he's car. He's not touching no, a no, car. No, dude. Jeez, that guy. They'll ride, they'll ride him. Man. So Atlanta, Denver, Kansas City on a bye week. They are sitting on that bye week at 1-5. and five. Season over. Disaster. Season over. Brady Quinn? Philly, no. San Diego, Miami, no, Kansas City, no. Atlanta, and Denver all on a bye week. 
Um, let's get to uh, let's get to our uh, our guests, shall we? Let's get to it. The Rich Eisen Podcast presented by Chevy. Off and rolling. He's one of my favorite people that I've met since uh, I've come out here to Los Angeles. And in terms of uh, people with French descent, perhaps my most favorite person. I, I don't think I know anybody of, uh, of French descent uh, quite as much as I, I know Michael Vartan, who's back on the Rich Eisen Podcast. Good to see you, sir. Good to see you. Thanks How's for it? having me. You bet. I'm serious when I say that about French descent. <laughs> well, you know, it's a pretty small pool. It is a small pool. I mean, I, d- I don't know of many people who are of French descent, but you're one of my favorite people. We- we've known each other for a while. You were on Total Access a couple times. You were on, I think your first time you were on was 2004. Wow. Or 05. Yeah, it's a while back. It was, it was towards the end of the Alias run. Yeah. And one of my favorite moments I've had, Period. I think I've told you this, right? That uh, on on NFL Total Access, uh, Chris Brockman is that we we had a um, a clip of Alias. You remember this? Yeah, I remember. <laughs> we have a clip of Alias because we, uh, Michael, you came on to pick games in our in our celebrity pick segment we used to do every Friday on Total Access, and we had a segment uh, with Michael. And here's the clip of Alias. Roll the clip. <laughs> I'm watching the clip. We come out. <laughs> And it's Michael in his chair with his head back, faking like he's sleeping. He's doing a sleep take. <laughs> well, yeah. My performance was worthy of a, a good snooze. <laughs> that is ridiculous, man. But that was one of the funnier, you know, things I've I've seen on on uh, on on my show now. Um, that uh, you know, now that I'm not on anymore. I don't so I guess the sleep fun. take in this format really wouldn't work. Well, it wouldn't work. Uh, <laughs> is there such a... Is there a... There's no such... Is there a verbal sleep tick? I guess like... There you go. There you go. There you go. There it is. He's asleep, everybody. There you go. That's range, right? So um, are you are you still a Saints fan? Are you... Because, I mean, you were a few years ago, you know, the fleur-de-lis, the French descent thing. You were sort of into them with the... Uh, mid, mid, middle of last decade. Are yeah. you still... What, what's yeah, your, what's you know, your team I, now? I... Uh, I, I, I I support them, I suppose. I, I don't really have a team, I, which is weird because I've been a fan of a team my whole football life. And to not have a team, you sort of become a fan of the NFL, which in a way is a lot more fun. Right. Because you spread your interest in a lot you mm-hmm. know, more different avenues and you get to, to, to learn about other teams. But I, I wouldn't say I have a team right now. Um, the NFL Red Zone is my team. It's, like, <laughs> it's pretty much <clears throat> like liquid crack. So. Now, are you so? Are, are, do you do the Directv yeah. one? You do the yeah, so. Yeah. Your Andrew Siciliano is your guy. I met him downstairs, and I literally was like a schoolgirl. I was like a big fan of yours. <laughs> he looked at me like I was crazy. I was like, No, man, you, no. you do an amazing job. He and, is used to that. He's awesome. Hank uh, Bazzari was the same way when he saw him here. Uh-huh. Like you just want to hug this guy. Yeah, you absolutely. feel like he's he's your. Uh, a human remote control. <laughs> he really is. Right. And our, but see, you need to, at some point, um, check out our version of it. Because uh, the guy who does it, Scott Hansen, mm-hmm. um, he, our Nick, uh, he, he makes coffee nervous. <laughs> he is out of his mind wow. doing this sort of stuff. I'd like to see it. So you, you're, you're basically, that's how you watch your football games? Yeah, in, in, pretty much. In the red zone. Mm-hmm. Wow. Because yeah. so many people are doing that more and more each day. I mean, obviously, if I had a team, I'd watch my, you know. So I, you don't have a, a specific team? No, it's not you know, the Saints, not the Cowboys? It's no, not you, the, you remember when I was a kid, I used to like the, you know, the Los Angeles Rams. And right. when they moved to St. Louis, broke. Well, when they moved to Anaheim, I wasn't thrilled, but it was still in, in the neighborhood. Right. Then they moved uh-huh. to St. Louis. That was devastating. I, I always had a soft spot for the Bucks. I lived in Tampa for a year with my grandmother, and when the beautiful 76 Bucks went 0-14, man, I wanted that little 
Bucko Bruce to win a game so bad. <laughs> and then when they went to the NFC Championship against the Rams, it was like, oh, who do I root for? This is terrible. And it was the most boring game of all time, if you'll remember Frank Correll. Kicked three field goals. It was nine nothing. Nine nothing. Awesome. God bless you, man. Yeah, we but, have a picture of Leroy <laughs> Selman up here in our studio, and you're like, "Is that Leroy Selman?" And I'm yeah. like, "Yeah, that's that's impressive." You are the first guest to come to the studio to point out who that actually well, is. You know that uniform is something to behold. I was actually literally depressed when they changed uniforms to and, the pewter. Yeah, I mean, I, it's it's nicer, I, I suppose. But Bucko Bruce, you know that long orange flowing hail. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but but when you're trying to change the the culture, <laughs> he wasn't very intimidating. Of a team. But is there a, a a name for the Raiders mascot? That pirate? I don't know what it is, but I I believe he would kill him in a fight. He would yeah, Bucko uh, Bruce. Yeah, I don't know. Do the Raiders have a mascot other than I guess the, some cra- of the crazy people the cra- from the yeah, yeah. Like from the black hole? Yeah, the black hole. <laughs> Those are the guys. With the official now mascots. the Raiders don't appreciate it when the black hole fans are referred to as dangerous. They don't appreciate that. Yeah. You know? A friend of mine went to the Raiders-Steelers game a couple weeks ago and said he was frightened for his life. Is that right? And he was a Steelers fan, wore a Steelers shirt. Well, and, I mean... But I'm saying he thought he was going to get shanked when Hayward Bay got knocked out. Oh, really? Because it was his fault. Right. That I mean, it was his Bay. fault Absolutely. that Hayward Bay as got if he delivered, right. he, As if he was channeling his inner Ryan Mundy. Absolutely. <laughs> and, and according to uh, Wiki Answers, which never lies, uh, the Raiders don't have a mascot. The pirate is just a symbol, but it's not a mascot. It's a symbol. The not autumn a wind is a pirate. So back off. Michael. Sorry. It's a <laughs> symbol. It is not a mascot. <laughs> yeah, I mean, because it, it, I remember the first time I ever went to a Raider game was when I was in my uh, days as a reporter for KRCR television in Redding, California, starting off before I hit the sports center scene. I was a young, a young buck a young out buck. there in Northern California. We remember those days, Rich. Oh, yeah. Is the, <laughs> the, you, you remember you saw the video of we, me. Yeah, we still have all the video. Yes, Thank you, do. you, Katie Brown. Uh, that's right. I've got, they have all the video of me in my days with hair and running around Northern <laughs> California. And it was, like, it was essentially like an episode of Northern Exposure, the New York Jew in the forest with the very nice freaky Fantastic. people. And, um, but at any rate, um, I went to the game covering it for, for KRCR television, which is in Redding, California, which is in it's it's uh, ra- part Raider country and part Niner country. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, Aaron Rodgers is from the Chico oh, wow. area, and I probably, if I'd stayed there a little while longer, probably would have ended up covering his high school games. And at any rate, I go to the game, and the, the fans there don't recognize the logo on the side of the camera because it's a small market TV station from about four hours north. Uh-oh. So they thought I was w- covering the visiting team, which at the time was the Dallas Cowboys. Oh boy! Mm. This is when Jeff Hostetler was the quarterback of, oh, the, nice. of the Oakland Raiders, and I'll never forget. I was inter- interviewing some of the fans, and there was one fan that was there wearing a mask that had blood coming down the front of the mask. <laughs> you know, like one of those things. I don't. I, I'm assuming it was not blood. It was from food dye <laughs> or something. I don't right? think we can be sure. We, about but that. so that's coming down. So I'm interviewing the person, and then they are. You know, and and so they they did not lift the mask up. So uh, the interview is, uh, I'm saying, so uh, how long have you been a Raider fan? Then you hear, I've been a Raider fan my whole life. Oh, is that right? Yeah. What do you do for a living? I teach kindergarten. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, save our souls. I'm like, you teach children for a living. He's like, yes, I do. I'm like, oh, my gosh. And the violator, you know, that's just the, the, oh, yeah. uh, the guy with the spikes. Yeah. The guy with the spikes. Yeah. The guy with the spikes lives in Southern California. 
In a cemetery? I don't know where exactly <laughs> the GPS coordinates of the violator's home is, but he drives to the games wow. every single weekend, and he drives in uniform. That's amazing. Could you imagine if you're the cop pulling that guy over for speeding? <laughs> That's yeah. one way to get out of the ticket. Absolutely. I mean, I passing that guy is dangerous. So, hey, we move over to the left lane to try to pass that guy. I mean, yeah, I you're just, not flashing your brights in the I left lane on that guy. I would just slow down and get back behind him. Well, before Amy Trask, who was the top executive of the Oakland Raiders, calls me up and complains that we're bad-mouthing her organization and her fan base, I think we need to move on. But I love the soften it. Well, I mean, they had a tough, tough loss this week. They had, the, they had the Falcons on their heels. Falcons were playing horribly this weekend. I thought the Falcons were going down, actually, and I thought the Matural, that's my new nickname for Matt uh, Ryan, by I the like way. it, the Matural. That's excellent. Because he's outgrown Matty Ice. Matty Ice is so, Th- it's high school. Don't you think? Yeah, yeah. I think that's when he got the nickname, correct? Yeah. Matty Ice. I, I believe so. There are BC, early BC days. Yeah. The Matural, I like that. It's the Matural, but yeah. it's, I'm trying to, you know how many people have told me, you know, via Twitter or email or what have you, to back off? Like, really? Yes. Like I am. I'm treading on very territorial. Yes. I don't understand. But the Raiders. I well, there's the nothing Raiders else going on in the world right now, so it <laughs> makes sense that they would be so, you know, you're right. despondent about you're you right. calling him the natural. So who do you think is the best team in the National Football League right now? Well, you know, at the beginning of the year, I thought Baltimore was going to finally do it this year. They, mm-hmm. as we know, kick away from going to the show last year. They just have had such a good team, and then injuries. Yesterday, they got again. Yeah, a lot of bad news. Ladarius Webb is out yep. for the season. Ray Lewis maybe he's maybe. probably out with that torn tricep. Tri- yeah, that usually um, is. Uh, that's usually not good. Did he, did he injure both triceps on both arms? That's what the report is. How do you do that simultaneously? Oh my gosh. <laughs> if anyone can, he probably can. Well, Ed Hockley would be the <laughs> other one who exactly. could probably do that. You know, calling un, you know too many men on the field, lifting his problem, hand and Rich. putting it on his head. <laughs> that he could do both triceps right there. Our nice. triceps aren't big enough to rupture or injure. I don't even know where my tricep is. Is, is it a tricep or triceps? Um, is it in your I leg? Think, is it in your brain? I think There's it's triceps. Yeah, triceps. Yeah. I do think so. So what are two triceps? Trice, trice, triceps? Tricep. No, tricep. <laughs> you've got one triceps and another triceps because I think that one because it's three muscles coming into one. That's a triceps with a uh, – I don't know, even though I am a soft tissue injury expert. <laughs> <laughs> I am an expert on the soft tissue. Anti-awesome. Yes, I'm very anti-awesome, as Irene Foster might say. So, who, so <laughs> well, the Ravens – I mean, the Ravens still – I mean, the, you are what you are. You, they are 5-1 and one right now. Yeah, they are 5-1. and Which one. is tied for the best record in the AFC. And next week, in Week 7, in as marquee a matchup as you can get, they are in Houston. So the winner of that game is going to emerge with the best record in the AFC through seven weeks. And it could darn well be the Ravens. Yeah. Because I mean, who else? Who else in the? I just a- don't know if down the stretch with all those injuries, if you know they have the staying power. I I hate to say it because my best friend is a, he was born a Giants fan coming out of the womb, but mm-hmm. and it, you know I I am always looking for reasons to criticize them, but at the end of the day, at some point, and it happened yesterday, I realized that I've got to give that team props, yeah. and you've got to give Eli Manning props. He's still regarded as a second class citizen when you're talking about elite quarterbacks yes. in the league. Yes. He's got two rings. Peyton has one. He always comes through in the clutch. I don't know how he does it. I used to make fun of him. I used to call him Captain Chromosome because he was one chromosome <laughs> short of being Peyton. But the dude is a gamer. He wins games. And that team has got a lot of heart. Their running game was sick. When's the last time 
the 49ers gave up they 100 punked yards. Them. Yeah. They punked the 49ers in and their house. And they're a good team. Everyone's saying the 49ers were the best team in the league. So. I thought that coming into the year. I picked the 49ers over the Patriots in this year's Super Bowl, and I still think the Patriots are going to go out of the AFC. They are the best 3-3 three and three team I think I've ever seen. Ever. And um, Can't finish, Rich. You know what? That that could be said. They, they couldn't finish off Arizona at home when they should have. They couldn't finish off Baltimore when they could have. I mean, they and they didn't finish off Seattle right. when they needed to. Let's put it that way. But Seattle is a really tough joint. That defense to, is nuts. Did, did, to go did, did from the, the east to the, the west. Seahawks won yesterday? Is that, is yes, that, they <laughs> did. Is that yes, what, they did. That uh, what Michael, what he's referring to is what we talked about at the top of the show. And Lombardi, what we will get easy to, on the breathing there, Lombardi. Uh, we, yeah, we, we, uh, we, I got we, a hot mic. We, I don't know what you want from me. And what we will get to later on on this program is uh, the creators of the league on FX, the uh, the very funny um, fantasy football-related program. Uh, Chris Brockman has a phrase that I'd never heard. Have you ever heard of the phrase boat raced before? No. When a team is getting blown out. Thank you. They're getting boat raced. I like it. Thank you very much, yes. Michael. There you go. Okay. So it is – he's getting he, – he, he was uh, – Trying to, um, but he's championing this phrase. At any rate, long story short, is the creators of the league uh, are big Seattle season ticket holders, gotcha. and had the Patriots bested Seattle, that would have uh, been a term used on one of the final episodes of the league that are being currently shot. In other words, uh, you could not get boat raced on the show. Right. You got boat raced by Seattle and Chris Law, who basically now gets to appear on season five of. I got a cameo out of this. They didn't exactly get boat, boat races getting blown out. They didn't get blown out. It was more like motorboated. They got motorboated. You got kayaked. You got kayaked. Canoed. Well, in the fourth quarter, you got you got boat raced. You know, and you know, in you know, in the fourth quarter, you definitely did. In, in um, so you think the Giants are are the best team in the National uh, Football you, League now, right? Uh, you know, I, it doesn't feel like that, but if if you look at, but you know what, I'll, I'll tell you what, they are, they are right now. They, in terms of record, they're not, but they are the defending world champs. If they're if this was any other team doing this, we would be do we would be talking about them as the best team in the league and having a chance to go back to back. But nobody believes in the Giants, which is odd for an East Coast team. We're supposed to be East Coast biased reporters uh, in the national media, right. uh, but I, as you point out. Eli's not his brother in people's minds, and Coughlin is not is not uh, Parcells. Right. But what Coughlin is has more wins now as a Giants head coach than Parcells. He surpassed him on Sunday. Oh wow! With that win that. against the 49ers. yes. Yeah. No one talks about that. That's an incredible. He has as many championships as Parcells there. He now has more wins than Parcells had than being there, and it is something to behold. They, you know, it's it's you what know, they I'm, a, do. I'm a big hockey guy. I they, my, my my condolences right now. <laughs> yeah, it's not fun on that front. Yeah, it's not fun. But, you know, in hockey, usually the team if you've got the teams with equal-ish talent, the team with the most heart, the hungriest team will win. In a lot of sports it's like that. Something about the Giants. I I don't know how you quantify that because, you know, the, there's 11 guys on each side of the ball. It's it's a really an ensemble effort, but there's something about that team as a whole. It feels like those guys sell out like no other, which is what I think New England is missing now. New England, I agree with you, is the best 3-3 three and three team of all time, and they are dangerous, and they very well could win the Super Bowl this year. They have that kind of talent. But there's something about that team, I don't know if it's because they've been so good for so long that they sort of need to play up to the level of their opponents, mm-hmm. and when they go into Seattle, they have this, this bit of an elitist attitude. But it just something about the Giants, they just... 
they play it as such a team. They have so much heart, and right. I, don't, I don't know why. I, I wouldn't know how to explain it. Well, they've got a Hall of Fame quarterback. I'll, I'll call it what I see in I like right it. now. That's what they have, and they have a Hall of Fame head coach, which is what I think they've got right now. And what they have is a defensive line, and in this passing league, if you can hit people in the mouth by just sending four guys, that's how you win football games. And they, yeah. they had one of their best defensive performances in, in of the year. They had their best defensive performance of the year in San Francisco. And Alex Smith got confused and started throwing picks. And Two to Mr. Roll. Yeah. Antoine. Antrell. Roll. Antrell. Yeah. Antrell. He picked off two. Amukamara got one. And they started turning it over. Kaepernick is not a comeback type quarterback. And they exposed the, the 49ers' weaknesses. And I didn't think they had many, but they did, certainly on Sunday. I still think San Francisco wins that division. All due respect to Seattle, who we're going to see in San Francisco on Thursday night this week. I still think that is San Francisco's division. I think the Giants are clearly the best team in the NFC East. There's no doubt yeah, about that. I, agree with I that. think they are better than Dallas. Philly's I think they're better mess. than Philly. Philly is just uh, – I don't understand don't what's going on there. They can't score points, <laughs> and they can't sack a quarterback. Three straight weeks they didn't sack a quarterback. This That's whole incredible. vaunted wide nine that they start sending people um, from that defensive line. Third straight week, they didn't sack a quarterback. That's so I bad. think that's definitely the best division there. And the NFC North is wide open. There's so much parity in the league, too. I mean, you know, these these results, every uh, – I'm out of – week six, mm-hmm. I'm now officially out of my three-strike suicide. It's See, embarrassing. now, when you, when you talk about that sort of stuff – it, 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 I turn into the unfrozen caveman lawyer. Suicide pool. I don't understand what you mean <laughs> on that front. I don't. I don't. I, I, whoever's wow. whoever's off themselves. I feel bad. I, I want to send a condolence card, <laughs> but I'm I'm sorry to hear that. But, but it it just speaks to how tough it is to you know you I really Kansas City won in New Orleans. Come how did on. that happen? I don't. How did that oh, happen? Oh, did you? Yeah, you, of you thought New Orleans. I was thought, the come on, they were own three at the time, My. and yeah, how were they going to go own four? Yeah, and there's too to much Kansas City, too much talent, too much. They experience, were up eighteen too. Too much pride on that team to lose at home. They were up eighteen, and Kansas City's bad. They are last week in bad yeah. shape now. Because Brady Quinn is oh. definitely not the answer right now. They are they are in bad bad shape. I mean those those fans who wanted Brady Quinn to play well they got their wish. Who yeah. was it? Who was it that took Romeo Cornell as their coach of the year? That was Kurt, Kurt Warner. Kurt Warner. Kurt Warner. And Kurt Warner. It, it, remember we all said, "Ooh, that's a pretty good one." <laughs> well, all, right now I know we were all like, "Yeah, interesting." If, uh, you know, uh, obviously, um, I don't think any of us are sort of close on that front. Lovey, Lovey Smith. That's your guy. Yeah, I know you have Chuck Pagano, who yeah. unfortunately is out of the running for health reasons right now. Um, I took. Um, Greg Schiano, which was looking good a little early, Schiano. he needs he needs to rip off about nine straight wins for yeah. me to, for me it's to get that. The opposite of how they finished <laughs> gotta, last yeah. year. He needs he needs yeah. to take this win over Kansas City and move forward uh, big time. But I mean, if you take a look about you talk about parity, uh, Mr. Vartan, I think there's parity. Um, I don't I I know what you mean that any team can beat anybody, but if you take a look at the standings. There's a lack of parity between the conferences right now. That you take a look at the NFC. Um, that you've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven of the sixteen teams at five hundred or above. That's strong. Eleven of the sixteen at five hundred above, which means you could take a look at 
the AFC East, there is parity there. Mm-hmm. As for the first time since realignment in 2002, every single team after six weeks is tied at 3-3. Three and three. That's never happened before. Crazy. And then you take a look at the AFC South that even with Houston losing still has a, uh, a two-and-a-half game lead on the Colts, and I don't think anybody's going to go catch them in Houston. I think they you can you can pretty put the, the pretty much put the X next to them in the standings right now that they've a division clincher. But even after last night, I was going to say they were pretty shaky last looked, night. No, 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 no. You, who who in the AFC South is going to go get them? I know Matthew, I, Matthew in Tennessee. I don't know about that. No. I don't know about I that. I can't believe they beat Pittsburgh. That was crazy. I know that was a nutty. That was a nutty one. That's what I mean about parity. I'm not. I'm not saying so much. It's uh, you know, it's across the board because well. I really, I would have sold the farm on Cincinnati beating Cleveland yesterday. Look what I mean. It's it, it's just, it's weird. Teams that you think are just horrible, right. a complete mess. And now Cincinnati faces Pittsburgh this coming Sunday night. That's a big one with Cincinnati at three and three. All of a sudden, going to lose three in a row. I mean, uh, we, you know? They sure they sure could because Pittsburgh needs this game. I do not see Pittsburgh at two and four. And come on, Minnesota. Minnesota is is, is four, and four and two. They got boat. Detroit's raced. two and three. They got uh, boat. Ra- they got boat raced by uh, RG three. Yeah, there's no there's no question. He's he's the real deal. You know, I love that kid. So when you hear him speak after, yeah, games, he was on my bench yesterday. <laughs> I didn't want to start him because the, the, the concussion. I had Des, Des Bryant on a bench in my oh. league, in one of my leagues. Is that right? Yeah. Uh, one of the guys in in uh, one of my fantasy leagues. Um, Losing currently by sixty some odd points had Des Bryant and Jordy Nelson on the bench. bench. Oh. Played played um, one of the I forget which one of the Arizona receivers who had one point. Brian Hartline. Andre I Roberts. started Brian Andre Hartline. Roberts. Oh. One point. Brian Hartline. Zero. zero. No targets. Points. No, he had two. He had, he had two, two targets. targets? Yeah, okay. we watched it. We did a segment on fantasy. That was a about killer. It. Wow. it was a killer. I started. So who's on your over, fantasy team? Michael over Martin. Mike Williams. Who's on your fantasy team? I've I have. Uh, I have uh, – I just forgot the name you just gave him. The Matural. The Matural, Matt Ryan. He's my quarterback. What a brutal weekend he had. Raider, Raiders was. defense, Matural-born killers. As a <laughs> yeah, everybody. Come on now. That was nice. Okay. But he's been – you know, he's been money. I, I had Jordy Nelson. I, I have uh, Victor Cruz. Had as in you traded Jordy Nelson? No, no, I have him. Oh, you still have him. So yeah. how did you lose with Jordy Nelson at uh, a 40-point well, night? I had Hartline as my flex oh. instead of Williams, who had 21 points oh, in my league. Oh, that's a killer. Yeah. Well, I just, you know. What are, how many, so what's your, who else is on your team? Uh, I'm down by 12 because of Hart. It's his fault. <laughs> uh, and I've got Antonio Gates going tonight, so he could have a huge night, but okay. I don't just, I don't know. Um, my team's horrible. I'm, you know, what's I've, the name of your team? Uh, four legs, eight nipples. <laughs> What's the avatar? It's what? a picture of my dog with a baseball hat playing Millie. Xbox. Millie, oh, Millie the dog. Which brings me to uh, one of the reasons why you're here. Uh, this fantastic book, A Letter to My Dog, yep. notes to our best friends by uh, Robin Layton, and you are one of the many celebrities who wrote a letter to your dog <laughs> within these pages. And uh, I'm looking at your. Uh, picture and also the picture of Millie's paw in yes. your pool. I guess is that a shadow or is that she's swimming? That's her swimming. That's her swimming. Yeah. Okay. And uh, Millie has actually been in my pool. Absolutely. And oddly enough, this is a true story. <laughs> well, I've known Michael that for years. Sound right. I've been, okay. I know. I wasn't there, so, which makes it even weirder. But well, whatever. <laughs> Millie, Millie, Millie's met Hudson, my dog. For years, Hudson's they were good the friends, best. and and Millie came over before she had any training at all, so she was out of her mind. 
which she still is, I'm sure. A little bit. Okay, but um, she was swimming in the pool, and every time she was swimming towards the Buddha that we have in our backyard, she freaked out. She's got a thing about Buddhas. I don't know what like, it is. She doesn't like statues, umbrellas, or people with big hats. <laughs> so she would not do well. In what do you mean she doesn't like umbrellas? She, I, she, I don't know. Maybe it's the shape. Big hats and umbrellas. Uh-huh. She, she's in a chocolate lab? Yeah. She's awesome. She's, Millie is the greatest. But it's funny because she was swimming completely carefree. I actually threw the tennis ball mm-hmm. towards the Buddha on purpose because right. I'm a horrible you know, dog <laughs> right. owner. But, and you are not a horrible She was dog swimming owner, by the way. as labs swim very well and right. you know, very fast towards the ball. And then sh- there was that moment when she saw the Buddha and her eyes went like saucers. And she turned around and booked it out of that pool. I've never seen anything it's like fantastic. it. And uh, this is a neat. This is a neat book. Yeah, it's We're a great just, little book. And wh- how did you get involved in this thing? Um, I don't know. They just, I guess, contacted they reached out me. To you? Yeah, because I, I know you're a dog nut. I think so. And, uh-huh. uh, there are a lot of great letters uh, from all kinds of people. Yeah, it's, celebrities, regular yeah, folk, yeah. right? And, and it's uh, it's a nice book because it does. You, you obviously have the relationship with Hudson. You understand it. Right. It's uh, it's just kind of an homage to how important and amazing these creatures are in our lives, and mm-hmm. it's just uh, it's sweet and heart. Warming and you know, in a world where everyone's dying and killing each other and right. voting for, well, I'll leave politics alone. But, yes, um, it's just it was nice and uh, and so uh, you wrote uh, to Dear Millie. Are you going to read it? No, no, no. Oh, okay. I'm reading the whole thing because uh, I'd start crying if I read. No, it. No, 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 no. But here's a Dear Millie, aka Demoosers. Demoosers. Okay. You know, like the bears. Sure. Demoosers. Oh, Demoosers. Okay. Demoosers. Uh, Moose McGillicuddy. Yep. That's a good one. Not bad. No, it is. I know because I think Susie call my wife calls Hudson uh, uh, Willie the dog, um, Hoodles the poodles, <laughs> Hoodles the poodles. Um, um, we also call him Toofy Anon Very because nice. he's got like some tooth that sticks out. <laughs> so like Kofi. This is that. This is when he was in charge of the uh, United, United Nations. Nations. <laughs> uh, and Mrs. Uh, Mrs. Velvet ears. She does have the softest ears I've ever touched. I will say. We're not talking about my wife anymore. No, right? no. So, oh, sorry. Okay. Millie? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I, have, I have no idea what's going on here, Law. We're, we're, we're talking about dogs. Well, it's been what's a while the matter since with dogs? So, so, like, where does, where, 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 where does Millie come from? Are you really into all or nothing in 88 with Millie and Vanilli, or what, what's going on there? <laughs> Actually, no. I, I don't know why I called her Millie. It just, she just looked like a Millie. Looked like a Millie? Yeah. I was gonna, before I got her, I was going to call my dog Metro. Uh, because it's an homage to the French subway system. I'm a huge Mets fan, the New York Metropolitans. And then my uh, friend was like, you know, Metro is kind of short for metrosexual, so and I was like, that, that kind of ended <laughs> uh-huh. that, that course of action. So, yeah, Millie. Millic- her real name's Millicent. We're oh. going to get technical. There we go. Now, there did you go. just host a, an, a dog awards? No, no. Show? I, uh, what I presented. That? What you presented? Yeah, the Hero Dog what, Awards. We, what is the Hero Dog Awards? Hero Dog about? Awards is uh, it's, it was their second annual, and they every year they um, sort of you know um, kind of vote for dogs in different fields like search and rescue or seeing eye dogs, sure, dogs that help uh, people with disabilities or or dogs in the army, and uh, they vote, and the winner is the Hero Dog of the Year Award, and it's an awesome event. Uh, there were so many hot bitches on that red carpet. <laughs> They all they all had four legs, of course, but uh, and eight nipples. Yeah, uh, but no, it was an awesome awesome event. Um, the dog who won, his name was Gabe. He's uh, he works with the U.S. Army. Awesome lab, just you know, happy to be there. Where does this take place? At the Beverly Hilton here Same. in Los Angeles, yeah, California. So for you know for an hour once a year, I can pretend I'm at the Golden Globes. <laughs> I can't even say it. The Golden Globes. The Golden Boobs. What? <laughs> so yeah, it's just Golden Globes and the. 
the hero dog, dog the hero dog award. Exactly. That is great, man. So you're so um, four legs and eight nipples is what right now? What's your record? Uh, well, pending Antonio Gates' performance, they're they're one and four. <sighs> it's terrible. If I don't win today, it's over. What did the uh, What did the Sklar's brothers say that Antonio Gates is the most disappointing charger since the, since new, the new iPhone since charger? The new iPhone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what good. I think they said. That's, yeah, that's good. Great. Fantasy was. Yeah. Oh, he I was mean, hurt. he was hurt in week. Was it two or three? Well, it's just every year now. Yeah, exactly. I mean, every year. Him well, and Chris Johnson. He's not a spring chicken anymore. He is not a spring chicken anymore, and I don't know. I mean. But the Chargers are still the Chargers are flat out in the mix, though. They're, they at least they are. But um, he's been getting the targets though, because he got, he had three pass interference calls against him last week. Mm-hmm. So you know that's stuff you don't see in the box score. But so if I give you a um, if I give you a mulligan right now, who do you choose to win the Super Bowl? Do you really take the Giants? Um, I don't know. If the Packers play, the Packers, if the I mean, Packers yeah. play like Ooh. what we saw Sunday night, the Packers are they are turn into the Packers we thought they were going to be this year. I mean, you could just see that from Aaron Rodgers in the first quarter. You just saw, like, isn't it amazing, though, that you didn't see it pretty much all season long for their first five games. You didn't see it. We didn't see it on that Monday night. Uh, We didn't see that on on the Monday night in Seattle. We didn't see it in person on Thursday night against the Bears. We didn't see it pretty much in in their two home wins. We just didn't see it. And then all of a sudden you could just tell that the Houston Texans were in trouble right from the get-go yeah. on Sunday night. I mean, how many people gave the Packers a shot to win last night? I did. I picked them in our in our pool here. We picked just straight up here. That's yeah, I, I picked them. I, I picked not. Cleveland. I did, too. I picked Cleveland and Tennessee. Wow, because I, I just thought Cleveland's can't, can't go. They're not going to go on 16. They're going to win them one at home. And what I saw against Cincinnati, against uh, Miami the week yeah. before mm-hmm. concerned me. I took Seattle. As you well, wow. yes, because I didn't. You're I, an animal. I just wanted. I did get that, but I didn't. I, I thought, in many ways, I thought the Colts were just going to come in and Me continue too. the Chuck Strong against the Jet team. And that first quarter, the Jets looked like they were sleepwalking again. They looked like they were sleepwalking again. And I thought the Vikings were going to go into uh, DC, where yeah. where the, the the Redskins had lost eight in a row wow. at home. And I thought, based on our Christian Ponder podcast bump. Which we gotta, we'll have to read some of the names later. Didn't the Pondus names. We've gotten a few. Good We've gotten ones. some new nicknames for Christian Ponder. Yeah, because he said he didn't have one. His nickname was CP. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, when when people just go go ahead and call you by your initials, initials. it's not very street. No, it's not very anything. <laughs> so I heard a crazy stat yesterday. Is it true that the uh, Cardinals have gone to overtime? Six out of their last nine home games. Yes, that's insane. And wow. they and they had won the previous five. Wow. Yes. The answer to that is yes. <laughs> I mean, I mean, and they but, didn't have to go to overtime. What's Changeli doing? Throwing Wildcat a sixty-yard. Did bomb you see that? With three minutes to go. In I the know. Game. All you had to do was essentially run the clock out. Ridiculous. Get two first downs and it's over. Oh. And he went Wildcat. And it, I you, bet Brad Smith was supposed to hand that thing off and, and decided to it. pull it. Yeah. But we, you see, a, like the Cowboys. That was nuts. If you, by the way, mm. if you look at. At the word uh, clock management in the dictionary, I'll tell you, you will not see a picture of the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> but that, this is the NFL. These are the best at what they do. They understand the game like I, I can't even fathom. How, how, how do, do you, you blow manage that the clock Michael, so poorly? There I'm are 50 coaches you, man, on the sidelines. There is, there's a coach. I, I don't know where he is now. His name is Dick Curl. <laughs> do, like, I to, do I have to bleep that? No. Like, what? No. No. Okay. Uh. That's his real name. Okay. 
just are, like I don't know sweating. if he's I don't know if he's related to the old uh, Cleveland Indians pitching coach Dick Pole. <laughs> that's true. What? What's so funny? <laughs> that one I have to believe. No, it's no, a real that's, person. That's a real it's guy. a real person. No, I've, I've heard when we were story. on baseball tonight, Carl uh, Ravitch. Yeah. When I was on baseball tonight, doing it with you know Soup Carl, whatever, Carl Ravitch would call him Richard Pole because he he he, he cleaned it up for him. No worse than Dick Trickle, though. But, no, that's no, that's true. that's Dan Patrick's all-time favorite. Yeah. He has the Dick, the Dick Trickle. Dan would always have the Dick Trickle NASCAR jacket uh, behind his chair. <laughs> In the same way that behind my chair for the last wow uh, fifteen years of my career is the uh, Kid Eisen blue satin jacket that Lou Duva wore in the Sports Center right? commercial yeah. that I had. Yeah, you know, nice. or, which is one of my favorites of all time because I have hair. <laughs> in it. They actually had to blow dry my hair in between takes, something that Is would that not have to be done today. You have Troy's picture behind you? Yes, that's right. Polamalu. Uh, but here's a, here's a great stat. This is the stat that I saw from the Dallas Cowboys game that I think... Let's read some stats. This is good stuff that you're gonna, I think you're going to enjoy. Um, here we go. From the Dallas Cowboys loss to against the um, the Ravens, they had the fifth most time of possession in a loss of any team in the history of the National Football League. On Sunday? On Sunday. Wow. Against the Baltimore Ravens. They held the ball. You were talking about clock management. They did what they were supposed to do, which is make sure that they're not boat raced by that (laughs) high-flying offense. But they held the ball 40 minutes and three seconds. It's not since the National Football League, including in a regulation game. In a loss. Since 1993. This was the fifth highest in a game this season. The longest time of possession was the Chargers in their Week 2 regulation win against the Titans. But the Cowboys' 40 minutes and three seconds is the 10th highest in a loss in the last 20 seasons. That's amazing. You hold the ball 40 minutes, you, you should win in the NFL. By a lot. And they didn't. And the uh, time of possession for the Ravens, Less than 20 minutes, 19 minutes, 57 seconds. Third lowest in franchise history. Their lowest in a win wow. ever. That's, That's a, that, You want more nuggets? Yeah. I got nuggets open here. Here we go. Are the Cowboys becoming the Raiders under Al Davis? Is Jerry Jones kind of... That's a very good question. Hmm. I, I don't yeah. think... I mean, they're not nearly as um, struggling in terms of yeah. win-loss. But in terms of... He, hey, they brother, need a, they it, need a general manager that's not him. He will not fire himself. No, I think not. you. I think there's no chance. And no. he loves... That's a billion-dollar franchise, a piece of business for him, and I do not believe he's going to fire himself. Here's what I do believe, and I'll just say this. I have no, I have no um, inside information on this. I'm just saying okay. from what I read in tea leaves, um, Sean Payton will coach the Dallas Cowboys in the next five years. I think that would be a good fit. Sean Payton was asked. Did you see that quote? I saw that. Two weeks ago, he was asked. Um, if he would be interested in one day in coaching the Dallas Cowboys, his answer was, I would prefer to answer a bounty question. Wow. Read wow. in between that I mean, he's lines. getting, he, if he Great were still answer. coaching in New Orleans, he'd be getting flown in every week from Dallas because well, his, right. his home is, home is in is Dallas. There. Okay, so here are, some, uh, here are some interesting nuggets from this week's, this past week's games. Uh, starting with Tennessee-Pittsburgh. Chris Johnson, 10th game in a row without a touchdown. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Extending longest wow. drought of his career. Mike Tomlin, first time the Steelers are under 500 through five games under his rule. Wow. Uh, we, already, we already know that Ben Roethlisberger surpassed um, Brad, Bradshaw. Uh, yeah. But Isaac Redmond in that game at 105 yards receiving. First Steelers running back with 100 yards receiving a game since Frenchie 
Fuqua. In 1970. Goldfish in the shoes. What? The goldfish that in the seems shoes. That impossible. It is a true story. During the Stallworth and Lynn Swan era? Oh, running backs. Running oh, backs. running backs. Running backs, Sorry. yes. Receiving. Running back. Yes, running backs. Yeah. Frenchy Fuqua, off of whose non-goldfish uh, swimming shoe, Platform apparently the, the, the <laughs> immaculate reception apparently hit off of his foot. A lot, a lot of, of people in Oakland would say that hit the actual ground. How would that play been reviewed in instant replay? Oh, Stood as called? Well, they would have they would have to found evidence to overturn, and they would right. The play would have stood as called, as right. they say. And yeah. I still we when when that play is brought up, the angle of the the, yes. the way they show it, the yeah. way it's cut together, I have still yet to see that play from a television angle from start to finish. Without that cut, they cut to Franco yeah, yeah, close. Right. Uh, let me see the whole play. There had to be several. It's like there's a Pruder film almost. Absolutely, like you, you're missing something. You're missing missing. You're missing the, the third element. shooter. Is that yeah. Yeah. The triangulated crossfire? Is that shoot? So what you're missing? Somewhere. Falcons twenty three Raiders Chuck twenty. Noll? Yeah, the, the Chuck ah, Noll, the nice. grassy Chuck Noll. There you go. Right. Uh, Falcons 23, Raiders 20. Raiders now have not won a 1 o'clock game yeah. in the Eastern time zone in uh, seven attempts now. Oh, for their last seven, they've got three more of them. I'd like up. to see who those teams were because that, to me, is a stupid nugget. <laughs> <laughs> it's a nugget, nonetheless. Nonetheless, Falcons are the, uh, are the final under uh, the last – uh, remaining undefeated team for the first time ever. Yeah, first time in they've their never franchise. Been, they've so. never been undefeated last I saw in an NFL season. I saw a stat yesterday. Uh, 50% of 6-0 and teams since 1990 have made the Super Bowl. Wow, that's significant. We shall see. Because if that happens, that means Tony Gonzalez gets his first career playoff win. Same with the Matchel. Oh, God. Do you believe that? Tony Gonzalez has not won a playoff game. Uh, Ryan, 19 career game-winning drives now, including three this year, more than any quarterback in his first five seasons since at least 1960. Doesn't that, doesn't that worry you, though, the way they've won a few other games? Like the Eagles no. won close games. You are what you like, are, oh, brother. the Eagles are horrible. But you are what you are. The, really? It does come back to bite you at some point. Yeah, the Cam Newton but game. But Vic, Vic is a, and we'll get to this soon, Vic is a turnover machine turnover machine and the funny thing is that the one time this year that he did not turn a ball over in a game the Eagles didn't turn a single ball over and that was Michael Irvin's NFL game day morning bold prediction that the Eagles would have a clean sheet that night no turnovers wow oh, that's and he right. predicted that uh correctly and that was one of the only um bold predictions that actually has come <laughs> to fruition. I'm going to talk to Mike then. Uh, Ravens, Cowboys. Here's a nugget. The Ravens have surrendered 200 more yards on the ground in consecutive games for the first time in team history. Wow. And they did it against sizzle. the Dallas Cowboys team that for the first time in their history had gone three straight games without running the ball for 50 yards or more. How about a Felix Jones sighting? Yeah. Yeah. Cowboys, 227 yards was their most in a game since week seven of last year when uh, DeMarco Murray went Rams. nuts against the Rams. Yeah. Yes, we already gave you that nugget on time of possession. Flacco now thirty-one and five in his career when he doesn't throw a pick. Oh, you're, uh, can you do your Joe Flacco for us? Joe Flacco game day morning yesterday. I was Joe like, Flacco and Romo and Joe Flacco were going at it, hon. I'll tell you what, that was a big game for those Baltimore Ravens, right? I mean, that's not bad, right? Not bad for a New Yorker. I'm from Pennsylvania. That's not bad, right? I mean, I'll tell you that Flacco and Romo they were winging around yesterday. Yes. Des um, Bryant has arrived. He has arrived. He's here. I mean, Romo said he's been maturing, but uh, 13 receptions for Dez on Sunday. 95 yards, two touchdowns. 13 receptions ties the most by a Cowboys receiver all time. Who would that Cowboys receiver be? Drew Pearson. Incorrect. Incorrect. 
Michael Jason Witten. Lance Rensel, everybody. Wow. Back in 1967, had 13 catches. Lance wow. the pencil Rensel. Most Irvin ever had in a game was a dozen. Did that twice. Wow. There's a nugget for you. He did drop the two-point conversion. I was going to say, you know what, Des? Catch that two-pointer. He's got to catch that and ball. And don't blame the ref. Yeah, mm. stop complaining. Catch well, how many ball. How many guys are just looking at the rest for flags? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Especially after the first three weeks when yeah, they yeah. Were, everyone was looking at the rest for flags. And like, then, sorry, and then bro. getting the flags. Sorry, bro. Those those replacement refs are back at the Wetzel's pretzels right now. <laughs> well, there was that Speaking one call in the game, that, huh? that chop block call, which was ridiculous. That was horrible. That was yeah. so bad. That was horrible. That, was that, that, that cost, that cost uh, what what game was that? It was Dallas. It was Dallas Ravens. Was that Dallas? There was yeah. another one too, though. Where there, there was, was a, a chop myth, block a in the middle. Um, no, that that was that was Dallas and Baltimore. They took him out of field goal range. It did. Right? Well, there was it one did. last was a night. Big fifteen yarder. And DJ Smith got hurt as a result for the, well, the, the Packers. It, it was the same thing that JJ um, Watt had done on him. Yep. No, I mean that that uh, uh, that, that, that Cushing had done on him. Yep. That one, peel back that you're not supposed to do. Right. One point twenty one JJ Watts. A little Back to the Future there. I do about to me the no. Dan, what Dan Patrick is doing on his radio show doing the Berman JJ what? Oh, I haven't heard it I haven't heard it <laughs> yeah, nice. that's it JJ what uh, the Browns in the Bengals win snapped an 11 game losing streak the longest active losing streak in the National Football League tied for their longest in franchise history that's why you should have chosen the Browns yesterday yeah. they can't they can't set a record for futility actually they could but they didn't Browns snapped a 12 game losing streak in division in division. Last division win prior to the Sunday one was week four of 2010 against Cincinnati when Seneca Wallace sealed the deal. <laughs> Look, nobody beats the Browns 12 games in a row. No one does that. <laughs> did you see Jack Burdett's tweet yesterday? No. He goes... Uh, 30 Rock executive producer, I did friend not, of the program. I did not watch the Browns game yesterday. The Browns got their first win of the season. I do not believe this is related. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> well, the Browns have turned the ball over now in 24 straight games. Longest active streak in the NFL. Tidy. Brandon Whedon turned 29 on Sunday as well. <laughs> hey, everybody. Seriously, think about that. When your rookie quarterback yeah. celebrates his 29th <laughs> birthday with his first career win in his sixth shot at a first career win. Oh, the Browns. But Whedon did look good at times. Dolphins 17, Rams 14. Since 1960, a team has been outgained by 274 more yards and still won the game only 16 times, and the Rams outgained the Dolphins by 270 yards. Wow. That's a and lot. Lost. Wow. That's and amazing. lost. That's only happened 16 times since J- JFK was elected president. First time it's happened um, since 09 when the Dolphins did it to the Jets. Despite being outgained by 378 to 104 yards. I don't know. Is that our, is that the doctor paging us? What was that? Um, My pacemaker. It was a 12th time in 32 career starts that Sam Bradford didn't throw a touchdown pass. That's a lot. That's a lot. Get that man a, a, a weapon. Something. Yeah. They got to get him a weapon. I mean, I know Amendola. So, um, Dolphins 3-0 and Tannehill doesn't throw a pick 0-3 when he does. Here we go. Here's some nuggets from Jets Colts. Uh, Jets didn't have a giveaway, snapping a 16-game streak of a turnover. Sanchez actually completed over 50% of his passes. <laughs> first time since week one that he did that. Sean Green went nuts. First Same. player in franchise history with 150 or more yards rushing and three touchdowns in a game. Yeah. Ever. Mm-hmm. That's, That's amazing. There you go. Um, here's something for what I just said from the Eagles' lines. Eagles' defense, no sacks. Third straight game without a sack. 
The last time the Eagles went three straight games without a sack, weeks 13 through 15, 1983. Wow. Head coach? Who is the head coach, Eagle fan? In, in 83? 83. No, sir. In 83? First season is his head coach it's after Vermeil. Rich, oh, after. Ladies and gentlemen, Marion Campbell. Oh, yeah. Eagles finished 5-11 and 11 that year. Oh. Lions. Here's the Lions, man. <laughs> 16 penalties in that game. Yeah. 16 penalties, second most in Lions franchise history. They're the first team to win with 16 or more penalties since the Bengals won with 17 flags on them in September of 05. When, when uh, Vic threw that long touchdown. I'm enjoying touchdown. these nuggets. You like Restore these nuggets? the roar. <laughs> <laughs> the hey. new Raiders. Yeah. Well, when, when Vic threw that touchdown to Macklin, I thought it was sealed. And, you know, I, was, I sent out something like, Castillo, you got to start giving him credit. He's had a pretty good game plan. And then they get these turnovers deep in territory. The offensive line is just atrocious. Calvin Johnson, still no touchdown passes this season from Matthew Stafford. Wow. Yeah. His only one was when Sean Hill came in in Tennessee and found him in the end zone. Didn't he have- If I had told you that they targeted him prior to the season, they targeted him, but are you kidding me? Yeah. Didn't he have two in each of the first four yeah, games had, last year? Yeah, he had six in the first three games. How Michael many fantasy Vick. leagues did he go in first this I, year? I, you know? I've thought I about took, it. I Remember took, in our yeah, fantasy, yeah, yeah. I said, you know what? That might not be a bad pick taking him first. I took him in the first round of a 12-team. No, but one overall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Jordy well, Nelson at 11. He was talking about a 2,000-yard passing season. He did have 135 yards yesterday. I mean, on Sunday. Uh, Vic, 13 giveaways now this season. Yeah. Eight picks, five fumbles lost. He has two or more giveaways in five of his six games this season. They're two and three in those games. They are so lucky they are not 0-5. Absolutely. Wow. And, 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 and they're winging it all over the place. McCoy, 14 rushes. He got banged up a little bit yesterday, Dude, too. He was out for just one series. 14 rushes for yeah. 22 no, yards. Are You're you right. kidding me? That's his career low in games with 10 or more rushes. 22 yards. You've got to be kidding me. Bucks 38 points in a game most they've scored since week 16 of 2010. They already have four 100-yard receiving games this season. Last two seasons combined, they had three. That's a nugget right there. Vertical game. I'm in fuego with these nuggets right now. <laughs> uh, Rondé Barber has 12 defensive touchdowns in his career behind only the NFL Network's Darren Sharper. Wow. Here's a good nugget from uh, the Bills. Defense has allowed 108 y- 180 yards rushing in three consecutive weeks now. Ugh. Bills. Cardinals is three and three. Car- I don't know how. Cardinals have not surrendered more than 21 points in a game all season. They're my D. And Larry Fitzgerald, kudos to him. Second player in NFL French and NFL history to gain 10,000 receiving yards before the age of 30. The other one was Randy Moss. Wow, that's enormous. Uh, Seahawks Patriots. Pat-, Pat scored only one touchdown on six trips inside the red zone. Lost because of that. Basically, we'll have more on because that with Jeff in the loss, the Patriots outgained, outpassed, outrushed, had more first downs, converted more on third downs than the Seahawks. Still lost. I mean, Brady had what three ninety five yesterday. Incredible! Wow, how that was possible. Yeah, sorry about this, all Brockman. Don't shoot the messenger. I'm sorry. I'm I watched stuff. the game. I I could see it unfolding. Uh, Brady now has thrown a touchdown pass in thirty eight consecutive games, third all time. That's ten behind Drew Brees now, so he should get that, you know, conceivably, and he could pass by the end of the season. Well, uh, he's nine shy of hitting Unitas, right? So he could he he could pass Johnny Unitas's record by the end of the season. It's kind of like last year when both guys broke Marino's passing in week yards, sixteen. Mark. In week sixteen, he could break that. 
And if somehow, some way, Breeze does not score a touchdown this week against Tampa Bay, if he does not throw for a touchdown, then then Brady could tie Breeze in the final game of this regular season. Wow. That's how on fire he is. Uh, here's a stat from the Giants 49ers game we had mentioned with, uh, with you, Michael. Uh, Tom Coughlin has surpassed Bill Parcells now as the winningest head coach in Giants history. Giants are now 25-3 and three, uh, when Eli Manning starts and they don't turn the ball over. There's one. And the uh, Giants defense had only five sacks through – eight sacks through five games. They had six alone on Sunday. Ooh. RG3. RG3. Led the game with 138 yards rushing, most by a quarterback in Redskins history. He uh, broke the previous record that he set in week two against the Rams. <laughs> 82 yards. Uh, it's the most by a quarterback in the NFL since Michael Vick at 166 against the Saints in Week 12 of 06. You don't change the channel when he has the ball. RG3 led the NFL with 11 rushing. He leads the uh, the Redskins lead the NFL with 11 rushing touchdowns this season now. Second only to the 49ers in 2012 in terms of yards per rush. Alfred Morris has five touchdowns. Uh, Alfred Morris. Yeah, definitely. Wow. Yeah. Um, interesting nugget there. And now, here's the, the last uh, useless nugget. <laughs> this one's definitely useless, that uh, when Aaron Rodgers throws for four more touchdowns, 9-0. and Me too. Green Bay's 9-0. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, but here's, how about this one? The six passing touchdowns, a career high for Rodgers, but it only tied the franchise record set by Matt Flynn. Detroit, last year. Week 17. This is fun. Nuggets have been fun. Uh, my, my man, he's, a, he's one of my, you're one of my favorite uh, human beings on the planet. Come on. Yeah, he's got to get out of here well, quickly. It's so. yeah. so all right. Michael Vartan, you're the, you're the man. Thank you. Um, Absolutely. Letters to my dog. Uh, go and uh, search that out on Amazon.com. Also, follow uh, this man, uh, Michael Vartan, at Michael Vartan on Twitter. Thanks for being on, Michael. Thanks How's for having me. Michael Vartan, one of the nicest guys you can ever meet. Good dude. Big hockey fan, too. Oh, wow. We yeah. Rockman and I were talking He's really not happy about this lockout. Yeah. Well, we were there. We were very there upset year. about the Although lockout, we didn't miss man. games, but... Very upset about the lockout. Um, so we have some housekeeping. Christian yes. Ponder was on this show last week. Uh, the Matural is still encountering a lot of resistance. I did not know how stubborn, how stubborn and how firmly implanted the roots of Matty Ice truly are in Atlanta and the fandom of Matt Ryan. And, and I think... Just how firmly rooted that is was manifested in just how disappointed Matt Ryan sounded when I brought up if he liked the Matty Ice nickname. <laughs> how re- there was a sort of a sort of resignation in his voice when that happened. Am I not, am I wrong or am I right? No, Let's re- replay it one more time. I got we got to keep hammering this point home. I'm meeting too much resistance. This is what happened when I asked Matt Ryan about the nickname. The Matural. <laughs> I like it. I yes. Like it. I like it. It's a play it's a play on the natural. I like it. Yes, you're the um, you're the matural. If you can get it done, I'll be impressed. Done. Am I wrong? It sounds like he really would like not to have that anymore. You know the saying, Rich, sometimes you hear what you want to hear? Yes. You might be hearing what you want to hear. Are you serious? Hear. You no, think so? I think, I know. Well, I, sometimes you just outgrow nicknames. Certainly, if you got it in, in, in high school, Matty Ice. 
the, you know, Tom Selleck is a much he he was oh no what am I thinking Tom I'm thinking Mr. Baseball uh Tom uh the natural was uh, uh Robert Redford. Robert Redford I was thinking yeah. Tom Selleck for some reason right that well they're both handsome men butchered I don't know if they're both left-handed but seriously I mean um and 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 it hasn't helped the cause that ever since we tried to affect change with the natural that Matt Ryan's MVP performances have taken a little bit of a dip they have three picks on Sunday so. It doesn't help the cause. Matt could Matt could be doing a little bit better. He's still winning. He's still winning. But Matt Ryan, I mean, we this is a team effort, man. Team effort. I'm still plugging away with the natural. Wait, wait, so I figured what? What's the give update? Well, uh, there's there's no give update. There's no there is no give update. There's no give update. No, no. I can't. It's just like it's just like the whole concept of you know when you can't announce when you're withdrawing troops. This is true. You know what I mean? Like you can't you can't announce that. So I'm 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 not giving a withdrawal day. We did say the week after Thanksgiving is when is when I wanted to affect this change by because that's when we see the natural in person against the Saints, one of my game one of the Thursday night games I'm truly looking forward to most on our schedule. And um I don't know what else to say. I honestly don't know what else to say other than um I'm not stopping. So we figured we should do it with Christian Ponder. We asked him if he had a nickname. He said, what, my nickname's CP, right? Yes, <laughs> People call me CP. CP. CP so we said that we would try and get um, some names. I, I'll give you the ones that, that I got. So and what, I got one. I actually, to be very honest with you, and with all the folks out there who sent in your nickname ideas, I really appreciate it. I love the fact that we're being interactive. There's only one that I really... Like that, really that I'm only going to forward to the people here. Well, what we're going to do too with these, just so everyone knows, is we're going to put up the three best mm-hmm. that uh, Rich Brockman and I talk about right now, and they'll be on the blog page for you to vote on. There was one. There was one Ponderthrosa that I liked, but I mean that that's more of a punny thing that you said. I mean, you can't it's like pretty funny, but you can't go up to a guy and say, "Hey, Ponderthrosa," you know what I mean? Like no. that's not nickname worthy. I like this, right? Th- but here's here's mine. It's good. Okay. Okay, There's okay. the only one that I'm. Even though I said I'm only forwarding one of the masses, I, I that was sort of a, an honorable mention. Ponderthrosa. Okay. Okay. This one is from at Jason Irvine. The Pondernator. The Pondernator. The Pondernator. I sw- I like that. I'm not totally sold on it. But I'm letting that sort of like a marinate. like an uncorked wine sort of roll around the tongue. Gets better. Roll with around age. the mouth. Yes. God, the tan- it might need to breathe. It's a little heavy on the tannins. Might Rich. need to leave, Might need to breathe. All might right. need to breathe. We've decanted the pondernator. Nice. Uh, Brockman, do you have any? Uh, there weren't a lot of great ones. Oh um, no! Really? I got I got a at, at Kevin. Give Bo- us one. You got to give us Kevin one. At Kevin Bobevin, I liked uh, Wild Blue Ponder. Wild Blue Ponder, I saw that That does one. sound very Berman nickname. Christian <laughs> Wild Blue Ponder. Out of the Wild Blue Ponder. J.J. <laughs> By the way, last night I'm watching, uh, I'm flipping back and forth, and I watch... That's very Berman His show, The Blitz now, he he pronounces it The Blitz. Like, he doesn't <laughs> does say he? The Blitz. Berman? He says... What are you doing watching another network? We're back on The Blitz. The Blitz. <laughs> he says yeah. The Blitz. Hey, that guy created the uh, the format. No him man, he's TJ. great. Like him and TJ. And when I was there, the whoever did the uh, 
you know, they they had somebody do uh, what he always called like the 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 F G H games. You know, like <laughs> right. they always had whoever, like for instance, the the Chiefs and the Bucks the yesterday H- would have H- been team. that. That yeah, right. that that's right. who. Uh, Robin Roberts did that for a while. Ah. She had that role. The the Blitz, I, one of the reasons I was watching, I love NFL films, is theme music, obviously. It's the best in the business. Yes. But there's that ESPN track I love, too, that they go, it's... It's a great track. It just dun, feels, dun, dun, dun. feels football. I know. Well, because it's, it's been around for two decades. Yeah, it's great. But, Think how long that Berman and, and TJ have done that show. It's incredible. Since I started watching. I know. I was there in 96. And it was, like I said, everyone, Robin Roberts did it. And Bill Pito had the Pito, you know, Billy, Billy Pito, the situation, please. Bill Pito. He did, he did prime awesome. time for a few years. And that was, everybody was killing themselves to get that seat over there. What, what there, was if, Bill Pito uh, saying? Bill Pito? Yeah, didn't he have a, he oh, had, my, he had a, a one-liner course. always. Bill, Bill, Billy Pito is the, he was always a developing situation <laughs> and we've got a developing oh, he would walk around ESPN all the time as he, that was not an act that was him he would go Eisen Eisen it's dark it's cold it's rainy on the drive home tonight watch out black ice <laughs> Eisen Eisen black ice what do you what, what, what do you have that was his other thing what do you ha- here's what, we ha- what do you have Eisen what do you have I have Billy. Billy, I've got the 11P Sports Center, the 2A, then ESPN News, please. <laughs> I mean, Billy Pito is an all timer. Nice, still is. I think he's on. Uh, he's on Mad Dog Radio. Yeah, he I'm is. Serious. Yeah, Billy uh, Pito. Billy, yeah. Billy Pito. It's got, one of the it's nicest called the AB guys. AB Show too. or something. He's got a, another a co-host. Yeah, he was great. Was. I think it's called the Killer Bees. Oh, the Killer Bees. That's what I thought. Uh, something I don't know what it is. Or the B, be No, right. it's called the B Team. So I remember I was driving on the radio. I'm like, I'm, I would never want to be on a show. <laughs> the B Team. The B Team. <laughs> no, because it's this Bill, short. and I think his co-host right. has also got yeah Brian or something. If somebody came to me and said, Hey, your your other. Your other co-host is also starter of the name of B. How about you name themselves the B team? Like, come on, no, <laughs> no, not a B team. Absolutely not. <laughs> All right, so we got we got a few other. Yeah, good, we went off the reservation there. Uh, what do you have? What, uh, what what do you have? This one is Chris from, Law at Topher Law. What do you have? What do you have? This one is from uh, Josh Quist at Joshua Quist, and he mm-hmm. he tweeted uh, the responder. The responder. The responder. That sounds like a TNT primetime show. <laughs> yes. Yes, it does. Thursdays, <laughs> 8 Eastern. On an responder. all new responder. Uh, <laughs> since he said he was called uh, CP, CP7, I believe, we yeah. got a. Uh, this is from Dan well, Gass, think... and it's uh, his Twitter is at CP70 yeah, or something like that. CP, CP3PO. That's a, that's a little C-P-thropio. much. C-P-thropio. Star Wars? CP3PO makes our, makes our final list. That makes the final I list? I think the Pondernator. CP Thropio. We got a few more. We have two. Other, we have two other good ones. Well, I mean, if, what, what what's the Thropio though? I mean, yeah, if it's a C Thropio, ponder like th- P O. If, if it's C Thropio, isn't that what it is? C Thropio. C Thropio. Yeah, instead of CP, you put a throw in front of between the CP and then you and just then say O. Oh. Yeah. That's uh, the nickname part of the O. Right. C-thropio. C-thropio. Uh Tristan at reject underscore CKY wrote uh, uh, quarterback ponder. Or, uh, he's a quarterback. His last name is Ponder. How about quarter ponder? 
quarter like a, ponder. Like a Royale with, with cheese. Like a Royale with cheese. Quarter ponder. And then here, here's the other one. I don't I, know about that because, I mean, does he, that mean he only plays one out of every four quarters? Is he only a quarter as good? You know what I mean? That's sort of like the B team there. You know what I mean? Like there's – that's just a – that's punny, quarter ponder. That one just, just I, off the I list. Think, yeah. Okay. I think that's at ponder throwsa level. I do like Ponder right. Throws. You do like Ponder Throws? Okay, I do. so it's Matt. I, I do. We've uncorked it. It's breathed. Like we Ponder decanted Th- it. You like it. I like Ponder Throwsa. In. Ponder Throwsa is in. Ponder Throwsa is in. Ponder Nader is in. C Throw PO is in. Not the responder. The responder's out. The responder does sound like it's. it's it's like, you know, St- starring Michael Vartan. Like the, respo- the responder. <laughs> Michael Vartan. Is. And Helen Hunt in <laughs> The Responder. All right, let me go. Uh, I think I got two more here. I can, I can do it. Uh, this is from, Simon Pegg is The Responder. This one's from Rick. From Jerry Bruckheimer. Rick Baldwin, and he writes at Ricky underscore Ross uh, uh, Pandora's Box. No. You gotta have something that's That's what they can call the red zone, I guess, maybe for him. It's like Pandora's box. I don't know. No, not feeling that. No. No. Do you have any more? I take no Seven Ponders of the World. Seven Ponders of the World is another punny one. That's that's a Bermanix Christian Seven Ponders of the World. Why? Ponder Storm and it's Ponder and Lightning, him and Percy Harvin. Ponder well that's Ponder and Lightning. Saw that one. That's Good. That's really good for Percy Harvin. That's from uh, Jules Winfield. So at Jules Winfield, just gave a because this will be this will be when 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 we come up with a winner, and Ponder rejects it. Pondemonium. <laughs> Pondemonium is what what's called when he wins. Right. It's Pondemonium. That's good. That's another one we could so when he rejects being. He doesn't want to be known as Ponder Throsa. <laughs> Or C the, C Thropio or Thunder the, from Down Ponder. Yeah, I saw that one. I just I just chose to <laughs> not say that one. Where'd it go? <laughs> the Thunder from Down Ponder. How about that? Is really ingenious. Who who came up with that one? Uh, that's not is, a nickname, but that's uh Thomas uh Sahira. Sahira. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. What about? But Ponder and Lightning and then, uh, is really good when he connects with Harvin. Operation Rolling Ponder. And Ponder Express. Yeah. Well, Ponder those are all nicknames for right. situ- uh, of, yeah. of the scene Ponder and that he'll create really by cool. success or the name of the offense. We need to come up with a nickname for him. Maybe like the natural. He's the, the Matt, Matt Ryan's the natural. Right. Ponder. Those, so what do we have for our for – our, uh, All right. I think we've uh, – These folks have all won a, a – uh, a yeah, Nas DVD, correct? Yeah, the three, that get, the three that get put up as the poll question all win the Nas DVD, and then the winner, gets the uh, which Nas is voted on by all of you guys. Actually, about this one, the Purple Pistol. I like that. I saw that one, too. It because didn't... that's not a play on his name. No, it's sort just... Sort of like the bus. Those are the best nicknames. Because, like... Those are the best nicknames. Pistol is a thrower. Purple Pistol. Purple, he wears purple. purple Pistol is in... How many Nas DVDs do we have? At Robo Troy. Uh, I don't know if Brockman cracked uh, some plastic on one of them or not. <laughs> not but <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Did you snag a Nas? No, Alex Ali DVD? got me one personally. Okay. So how many do we have? Uh, I think three. Three or four. We, I've, well, we got to put up the purple pistol is in. The purple pistol is in? Purple pistol is in. So what do we have? We've got purple pistol. Ponder Throsa. Ponder and Throsa. C and the Ponder. And the Pondernator. Four. Okay. Someone writing, I guess I got to write that down, don't I? 
<laughs> Put it up, and the winner gets a Nas autographed Punters Are People 2 t-shirt. Yes. T-shirt. One t-shirt. One t-shirt. Uh, and uh, the size on that one is... Already determined. It's, it's already determined. It's already I, think it's, I think it's. A, I think it's a large. Yeah. It's well, I mean, you're not, so, not going to wear it, right? Because it's autographed. Uh, probably not. Doesn't matter. Good point. This is true. Ponder throws uh, all on the blints. So we got, <laughs> That's how he says it. I'm C- telling you, he does not it? say blints. He throws. There is no way he says blints. I'm going to get. I'm going to contact ESPN and get. Clearance. What was the fourth one? Oh, the ponder. They, they've, used, right? they've used the podcast on their show many a times. So we'll we'll call and I'll get clearance and I'll just say nope is all I want is get Berman, it for next week is all get it for I want next is Berman week. get it for it. next week all right we'll, we'll have the desk work on it now. now one last thing to hit and that is the wager with the Schaefers yes we we touched upon it before um, had Seattle not pulled off the upset the comeback let's put it that way because I'm sure a lot of twelfth men would say. You know, it wasn't an upset at all that they should win those games at home against big-time opponents. But I believe on the phone right now, calling in, is Jeff and Jackie Schaefer to gloat on their victory and also to prevent the term boat race from making an episode of the league. It's a great term. And season number four. Michael Vartan loved it. And by... You being boat raced in this manner, Chris Law gets his much deserved. I'm talking with him now. Much overdue. Is that them? This is them. Okay. Hook him up. Hook him up. I'm not saying that it's not deserved. It's definitely deserved. The Schaefers are busy people. He should have been there with us, though. Huh? Law should have been there with us when we. When you what? When we recorded over the summer. It's got nothing to do with you. I mean, you were chosen one over the other. That circumstances were created. Chris Law, if he could have been there, he would have been there. Absolutely. But the bottom line is, the, the bottom line is we have Jackie on, and uh, Jeff's going to be phoning in, in just a second. These people as well. are very busy people. Very busy. They have four more episodes to shoot. Indeed. And they decided to call in from the to set, make sure that we confirm. Here's Jeff. That's this Jeff on the phone. On. <laughs> Jackie, are you on the line already? I am on the line. By the way, hey, I am on the line with my five and one team. Oh, oh yeah! Number one place in yeah, the league. Jackie, and uh, Jeff should be on as well. Jeff, are, are you there as well, Jeff? I am. I am. And Jeff, we are on, so we are. We, we are. are on. On. So Jackie, it's not only did Seattle come back and prevent the boat racing of the league. Jackie's boat racing the league. She's boat racing the league itself. <laughs> right. You're five and one now, huh? I am five and one because some people might have sat Jordy Nelson this week, but not me. <laughs> some people nice. might have not been a believer. Some people might have said, you know what, if I need a QB because, you know, a, a breeze is on his bye, I might not pick up Ponder, but I did. Oh. I knew that Ponder was my sleeper. So you mean, I, you I mean had, the purple pistol? Well, actually, here we, we have new nicknames for him, and maybe the two of you guys can chime in uh, on whether who you would vote for. Because he asked us to come up with a nickname for him, and we asked our Twitter followers to come up with nicknames. And you tell us if you think any of these work. Okay? You ready? Okay. For, okay. Um, what's the first? The first one is the Purple Pistol. Not, Not bad. bad. Not bad. Not bad. Okay. Uh, next one is Ponder Throsa. Wow. I thought you were going to go with On Golden Ponder. <laughs> On Golden Ball. I love it. Well, we're trying to avoid the Berman-type nickname. 
You know, Christian right, on Golden Ponder, you know. Tyrone Cream of Wheatley. Yeah, right. We're know. trying to avoid that. But Ponder Throsa. The, eh. ponder, the, the Ponder Throsa is not bad. It's a not mouthful, bad. but, but it makes, it's a, it's a, that's a, that's, it works on two levels, which I enjoy. Okay, here, here's one. Here, here you go. C-throw-P-O. <laughs> that is a truly... That's not a nickname. That's a curse. <laughs> <laughs> Jackie, do you like C throw PO or no? That's no. It's, it's it's not bad. It's not bad. It's a it's a little bit like you have to go as we say on the show. Sometimes it's a long way to get there for that joke. Right. You have to go a long way to get there, but it's not bad. Long walk for it, a short trip. Sounds, that, that's it right. Sounds like it sounds like robot vomit. <laughs> <laughs> and here's the last one: the Pondernator. Boo. That's out. <laughs> it's out. It's not even making maybe, the list. Maybe we should add Chalupa Batman Ponder. Yes. Oh, yeah. Maybe that's how to win. Yeah. I, I, don't, 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 drag him, don't drag him down with Schwarzenegger. Let him be his own guy. He had a big week. <laughs> wow. Don't but drag right, him so, down. Yeah. So just to, just, to address, just to address the issue at hand. Yes. Which, you know, and, you know, and Brockman, Brockman got boat raced. And I think the real win here. But for Chris Loss, certainly, but the real win here is for the Oxford English Dictionary. Yes. Because you can't just be making up words willy-nilly and trying to just foist them on, a, on an unprotected public. <laughs> you can't just go, boat race is now a thing, and we're going to say it, and, and, and we're going to promote it on a show. It, there has to be some sort of, look, from, and I'm as guilty as anybody, from regifting to fear boners or anger strokes. Vinegar <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, who are you to like <laughs> shut this down, Jeff? But you can't just be making them up willy-nilly. I mean, so boat race has now gone the way of ain't or carn suiting, and I think that's just fine. <laughs> so what you're saying is that the Seahawks didn't just strike a blow for Seattle and the 12th man, but for syntax in the English language as a whole. Yes. Yes, and just like Sidney Rice was able to get behind the Patriots' defense, I believe Chris Brockman was trying to get behind the, those guardians of the English language. <laughs> but luckily, luckily, we're more vigilant. We're more vigilant than the Patriots' secondary. Than Patrick Chung. I got a, I got a lot of 12th man support yesterday on Twitter. A lot of people. Did you? A lot of the 12th well, men were. Huge. If you're going to rock those kicks during that game, I mean, yeah. of course, there's a lot of support for those shoes. He wore different shoes to play basketball in, just for the record. He wore those to the court. I, you saw me yesterday at the office. What shoes was I wearing, Brockman? Wasn't looking at your shoes, buddy. I was wearing those. <laughs> Brockman didn't talk to me yesterday after work. Don't make me separate you two. Sorry, Jackie. What how, were you saying? How great, how great did Russell Wilson play, by the way? He did. I mean, just an amazing game. I mean, this was the we can now trade Matt Flynn to Oakland game, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> Um, he was great. He was like, and just the pocket would break down. He would make all those plays on the move. He was, he was like a shorter, less handsy Roethlisberger. And the, the Shiva Bowl, Sidney Rice shuffle in the uh, in the oh, end zone there. Gosh. We love seeing Sidney Rice shuffle on the Seahawks field. It makes us so happy. Yeah, I mean that pass was amazing. Catching that pass is amazing. I mean that is this, as this the ball is, was is, flying through the air. Right. I got sick to my stomach. Oh my. Gosh, I have when Sidney Rice caught that pass. I've never been happier to see another man's butt crack <laughs> as when he, he landed and slid. It was just, it was an amazing game. That was, that was an amazing. And by the way, it's completely what we hoped when we talked about it before. They completely shut down the run of the Patriots, and then you know they limited the pass. He had two TDs. No one's going to stop Brady, but they did end up limiting him to some field goals and those uh, mental, those mental errors, mental I got- errors. 
And also those, uh, yeah, those um, intentional groundings were, were so bad. Key. Yeah, bad, bad calls. Got, you know what I, not bad calls, loved, but bad play by Brady. You know what I loved seeing um, about the Patriots is I loved seeing uh, Belichick wearing his hoodie because uh, when you see this Thursday night, we are going to redefine the meaning of Belichick's hoodie on the league. Is that oh. right now? Oh, yeah, Bel- Belichick's hoodie plays very prominently this this Thursday night. You will you will never feel the same way about it ever again. No. So I should not go as Belichick for Halloween this year again. (laughs) Uh, Well, you know what? If you go as Belichick for Halloween... I've done it three years in a row. Oh, really? Okay, so all I'll say is after this week on the league... Your Belichick costume is going to have a whole new meaning. Okay. That is a tease. I like it. To say... The least. I, I caught some. Fl- keys, by the way, Steve I caught some flack in the uh, in the newsroom yesterday because everyone knows I'm a big Eagles fan, and uh, the celebration that came out of me when that uh, Seahawks score went down, I got called out for three years of being an Eagles fan. I've never seen you that excited at an Eagles last second <laughs> win. I was running around well, the newsroom. I was like, yes. put a price, as Brockman found out with the uh, premiere of the league last Thursday night, you can't put a price tag on a cameo on the league. Well, you can't, can't put and a you know, know what? season we did we did talk to fx you know fx is very up on the brockman law showdown and um we're very we're very excited you actually can put a price on the cameo um and uh they're very they're very excited they're so excited the fact that that we've snagged us some law that um it's looking like season five premiere you know it's looking good it's looking like we have a real shot you know we're now in intense negotiations because they know that, like last year, we had Seth Rogen. This year, we had all those fantastic players and Brockman and Eisen. But, you know, it takes a very special man to get us to season five, and we think that man is Chris Law. The drive, the drive for five. The drive, the for, drive five. for five. That's what I'm here to do. I am Arian I mean, Foster bowing you right now. <laughs> and as we, as we celebrate Chris Law, we, we also, you know, Look, and there's another. There's the other side of this coin, and this is just how cruel Hollywood is. That one moment Brockman is the bell of the ball, and then the next moment someone says, I, "Yeah, I want a Brockman type, but I want a younger Brockman. I want one without so many contract demands. One that's not such a pain." Yes. And, and 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 all of a sudden, like that, you're on the outside looking in. That's what happens when you try to boat race the agents. <laughs> Well, yep. Let me tell you, that's what happens, man. You get a reputation in this town, and suddenly you're on, you're out, you're out. Now that's an American horror story, right there. It, it is. It is. Learn the lessons of, of Darren from Bewitched. They'll recast you, and no one will even, no one will even notice. It's like, it's, by the way, it's a little bit like Seahawks quarterbacks. You, you just, you have to go out there and perform, or, or you will just be swapped out. Always that's compete. That's what Pete yep. says. Fight Always on. compete. Fight Always on. Compete. And 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 the Cleveland Browns broke through in the win column as well. Yeah, two for two for our um, uh, for Jeff. Our guy. Yeah. No, for to, to be a Browns and a Seahawks fan, you rarely have a day. You rarely <laughs> have a day like this. You rarely, I mean, we beat Cincinnati. The Battle of Ohio is won at home, which mm-hmm. is not their usual style. Uh, because you know the Cleveland Browns' basic mantra is, "How can we disappoint our fans the most all the time?" So a, a home win is a rare thing, and to have Seattle beat the Patriots like that in a an amazing performance with no asterisks, there was no yes. there was no there was no on this win. Um, <laughs> it was it was a great day. It was a great. The only day. the only sad thing was that we weren't sitting in uh, row Ards uh, 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 section one hundred eight to enjoy it. We yeah. Had to, uh, we had to give up our seats because we were working on the show. So that's the only sad thing about it. Wow, damn, that's right. And uh, it's it is a rare 
again, as I've mentioned to you guys before, it's rare to be the Seahawk-Brown hybrid. And to win, this might be a first for the Seahawks and Browns to win on the same day with two rookie quarterbacks with the largest age disparity in the history of rookie quarterbacks as well. You got one that's that's uh and, and I think he got his AARP card, right? Isn't that what he said he after the game? Um, he did. He yeah. went, he turned 29. He got a win and then he was able to uh he went to the 5:30 dinner. That's that's the early bird special. Got the early bird special. Brandon Whedon, you just beat the Cincinnati Bengals. What are you going to do? I'm going to get a blintz. <laughs> I'm going to get a blintz. Oh my god. So so that's good that's a great nugget, Jackie. This Thursday, Belichick's hoodie, 10.30 p.m. Thursday night on FX, gets a whole new meeting. That's, that's yeah. happening this weekend. It's yeah. happening. We are very excited about it. And is there anything else? Is there anything else you could uh, – you how, how about the, the, uh, the reaction to the season opener with Jerry Jones? And, and uh, I think we saw Taco's bear behind run through the yes. Cowboys facility in, in Oxnard. Was there any? Yeah, poor, any poor Brandon fallout? Carr has never. Poor Brandon Carr saw more of John Lajoie than <laughs> most people ever will see in their whole life. Brandon Carr, you know, as that as that dancer's belt would slip as John would jump around in the in the end zone. Poor Brandon Carr was a great sport. By the way, Felix Jones, so inspired by his performance yes. on the league, went out went out and had a twenty two yard touchdown. Yeah, RG three, RG three. Trent Richardson d- took one in the shorts a little bit, but uh, he, other than he that, took, he took some flack. But the, but yeah, RG three had an amazing day. Uh, it's the uh, it's the uh, RG three uh, saw his performance, his concussion evaporated, yes, it did. and he realized he realized that you know what. I'm a star. I'm going to act like one. I'm going to go out there and perform. And boy, did he ever! <laughs> he tweeted out links. He retweeted some links. He was he was active on Twitter and promoting the show. That was pretty neat of him. Oh yeah, they they we sent DVDs of the show to the guys, and uh, and um, they uh, they watched it. They were all really happy, and they were out there talking to their fans about it. It was really it was really great. Awesome. I awesome. plan on doing the same next season. Very for well me. done. <laughs> exactly. Thanks, guys. Exactly. I know you're busy. Thanks for calling Thanks, in. Jack and, and, Jeff, and you guys are the best. Guys. Yeah, guys, you guys are awesome. Guys are awesome. We're, we're negotiating. Now we'll call you to negotiate what size trailer we need to put you in. <laughs> that, 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 that sounds, that sounds don't, perfect. Don't have us over a barrel now. Don't have us over a barrel. I That's won't true. like that. I'm easy to work with. Do, do, not, right. do not try and out-negotiate Jackie. No, I did, I, did right offer, I did offer to Brockman, but I don't want to make any wardrobe. Ro- uh, wardrobe requests. <laughs> my Jesus. my character in my episode could wear a Barry t-shirt. Getting a big head, Rich. Guys is the head is already here. Thank huge. you, Jackie and Jeff. You take care. <laughs> Bye, guys. You got Bye. it. The one and See only guys. Jeff and Jackie Schaefer. Amazing. Calling in two weeks in a row. Best people ever. Getting them there. They're the best. Fantastic. <laughs> How funny are they? Oh, are great. they funny? Wow. What? The, 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 the season premiere killed it, too. What a them. household. The two of them. I'm really excited for this Belichick hoodie you, episode. Now. I don't even want to know. I, I think mean, I can sort of I might know ha- where I it's going. I might have going. to burn my costume. Just knowing them, I think I know where it's going. Yikes. And it's not good. I think it's south of the border. It yeah. sounds like something south of the border. Absolutely. Oh, my gosh. Well, we, we all saw how the first episode ended. <laughs> well, that, there there will go any chance of getting Bill Belichick <laughs> on the league. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to say this podcast. No, <laughs> not on this podcast. I think I don't know what would be further from uh, possibility. I don't know. Wow. By the way, the times that I have met Belichick couldn't be cooler. Couldn't be. Everyone says he's like the funniest guy in the room. Fun. And seriously, yeah, I've never met him, but you know, um, that was fun. 
Another fun one. want to thank Michael Vartan. want to thank the Schaefers for calling in. That's a nice tease for this coming edition of uh, of the league on FX, 10.30 p.m. Eastern time. Make sure you tune in after for the responder. For the for – the, <laughs> see, the, okay, so they – I think they voted for uh, Ponder well, Throsa, They right? got rid of uh, – They said the Pondernator's out. Pondernator out. C-Thropio yeah. <laughs> was called v- v- Robot Vomit. I think they like the purple pistol. They went, oh, yep. okay. Yep. But at any rate, uh, that's their vote. You guys make they up your own log on log on to richeisen.nfl.com and click, just like everyone else is going to. Yep. Um, and we will find out again. We'll get the names and Twitter addresses of the people who came up with these four. Yep. Yes. Get them a Nas autographed DVD, uh, CD, unless we have three of them. And so we'll uh, some of you guys tweeted Rich directly or Brockman or myself. Just make sure you follow at the Eisen podcast. And at the Eisen Podcast, we'll follow you back and DM. Uh, we can DM some mailing information. Love it. Love it. I believe next week Jerry Ferrara is returning, boys. Excellent. Oh, always, outstanding. Always good to have Jerry in, yeah. in the building. I believe. Um, I need to just uh, confirm that with him. I think he's coming back. Uh, we got to have our Fat Sal's. Uh, I was going to say, we need to we set up that, that so we can yeah. go down and, and tape also, it. And um, also, uh, a future call in from Willie Geist, who's now the uh, host of the third hour of the Today Show. Oh, great. Hey. Yeah. We're getting more and more, more and more people in this mix. So um, that's yeah. that. Yeah. and uh, That's it. What else we got? Puntersofpeople2.com. Uh, Please go get your T-shirt. I gave one to uh, Titans punter last week. Saw it. Yeah. Kern. Kern. It. Kern. Yep. Nice. Andy Lee's getting one this week, and so is uh, Ryan, who's got a – how many big, booming punters does this league have now? Yeah, Zoltan Mesco. Dude, these guys, all of them. Yeah. Average like almost fifty. Hecker, the kid who I gave one to in in St. Louis, and they the, all, everyone averages fifty yards a punt. If you don't have somebody who can change field position, and we were on this thing, we were on this thing. Punters are people too. They are weapons. We are seeing it. If you don't have a punter that can't change field position, how many times have you seen a punter punt out from the end zone, back in the end zone, and put the ball on that somebody's catching it, backing up to their own thirty-five right. to grab it? It happens all the time now. All the time. Here's a trivia question. Who has the longest punt in NFL history? I don't know. I mean, sure Rockman? I'm sure it's a 99-yarder. I have no idea. It's an, I believe. No, this is off the top of my head. I'd say Sean Landetta. It's an 87-yard punt. Mm-hmm. Randall Cunningham. What? On, on like a pooch punt or <laughs> yeah, something like on that? Yeah, on, on a quick punt. At a roll or whatever? I, 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 that I, doesn't count. I don't believe. Uh, I believe it was on third down. They they quick punted. Um, yeah. 87 yard around. Always be scrambling. We should, set, we should send a, a t shirt to Randall Cunningham. We should. We should. And that's not fact. I have to verify that. So, anyone listening, don't hold it to me. <laughs> what the I'm pretty hell? sure. It's one of those childhood what? memories that what? just popped in there. Oh, I have a lot of childhood memories that aren't true. What I'm a, pretty sure 87 yard out Randall that Cunningham. Is, take that us is down. ridiculous. I mean, what a blind alley you just let us down right <laughs> Google there. Google it. We all just got Google it. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, thank you, Chris Law. Absolutely. At Topher Law. Yeah. At, yep. at Chris underscore Brockman. Indeed. Let's just say now, if you in the next few days go to the Twitter page of at Topher Law, T-O-P-H-E-R Law, or at Chris underscore Brockman, you might see a particular mark in a blue circle. Uh-oh. You, might, you might just. Look out. Coming to a Twitter page near you. 
Along with everything else we have to say. Producers are people, too. <laughs> Producers are people, too. Booyah, Rich. That's it. Enjoy Thursday night football, everybody. We will be in San Francisco. Big game between Seattle and San Francisco uh, at 8 o'clock Eastern time is the pre-kick show. 6 o'clock Eastern time, the pre-game show from whatever the heck they call that place now. Is it Monster Park? Is it 3Com? What is it? I don't even know. Candlestick candle at, at, at fill-in-the-blank point? I don't know. Um, we'll find out. We'll find out when we get there. Week number seven coming up. Uh, Thanks for listening to the Rich Eisen Podcast presented by Chevy. Stay listening to 